Boom, put boom, boom, side, B side, what side are you on? Hello. Welcome back to the A side, B side podcast. You'll notice that. One of us is a little bit under the weather today. Brooke has got the throat voice. Oh, you don't voice. feel well? What's wrong? No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I feel fine. I'm just old. Uh, so I, I've noticed that bruises take longer to heal and little cuts take you know, longer to heal. So I'm definitely starting to get old. But you have <laughs> uh, the Midwestern head cold that's been bouncing all around. <laughs> yes, and it has hit me pretty. I went from a cold to a sinus infection. Oof. Did they at least give you some good meds? No, I've just been taking Dayquil, Nyquil, missing ibuprofen, and everything over the counter. Yeah, so this episode will be sponsored by your local drugstore. Yes. Uh, because you, you spent, yeah, Walgreens has spent, you got a pretty penny that went to Walgreens in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with all this downtime, uh, have you, uh, we have, we've been off for this uh, almost three weeks now with the holidays and then the sickness. So I feel like we have a lot to catch up on, but that's really hard for you to do when it's hard to talk. <laughs> so we'll save all the juicy stuff. I mean, we'll do hit the juicy stuff and save the boring stuff. Is that what you're ah, saying? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say my boring stuff is I went on, on a trip and nothing bad happened. So that that was good last year for at least like two segments of my trip adventures and this one was completely normal somehow oh we call a redo then yeah well it's okay i'm going i'm trying to uh, again in two months so we'll we'll see if march uh does any does any worse but it was weird because i was at the airport when all of the southwest stuff was going down uh-huh. and okay. so i was i was i was convinced that like okay this is this something's gonna happen this trip we're at the airport it's like 5 30 in the morning on, on the day after christmas it was like a sequel to that ben fold song and not same subject matter obviously uh, but we're there at 5 30 in the morning waiting in line for our flight and it's packed and we hear one gate over delta is offering each individual 800 worth of visa gift cards if they will bump not a day just to the next flight later that day because they were so overbooked so they were going to like Orlando or Miami or something, some, somewhere in Florida, opposite direction of where the kids and I were going to Arizona. But I didn't turn them and I go, on the way back, if they offer us money, I'm going to send you guys ahead and I'm going to stay behind. I mean, they're 16 and 18. They fly, like, you know, they'd be fine. But I'm like, we'd have a better Christmas if we just get an extra $800 for no reason. But even with all the cancellations, no one offered me a gift card. So I was very disappointed. Wow. But it was a very fun trip to Arizona, but kind of boring overall that's why i so said yeah do it again we do. We get a yeah we'll do do it again do it again in march and see if i can you know set off some hospital alarms or something <laughs> my favorite i was in i was in a hospital in toronto canada one time on choir tour because one of our people got sick and i leaned against the wrong wall and set off the danger dangerous patient alarm oh my so within about 30 seconds, the, you know, after I hit the alarm, which was a silent alarm, so I had no idea, uh, guys with guns come running into the room. Oh, my. And, I, and they're all looking at me like, who's the dangerous patient? I'm like, we're not dangerous, I swear, we're Americans. What? You have to be <laughs> I just American? don't know where to stand. Yeah, so I'll, I'll try to do something like that on the next trip so we get some, some good content. 
there has been a lot to watch. Uh, we're, you know, we just had like the Golden Globes and all the end of the year stuff. Uh, today or yesterday was the finale of Willow. Uh, and I, I felt like they rushed to the end a little too much. The last two episodes feel, felt really rushed in a way, especially the last one. Uh, of course, they've set it up for a sequel, but I think overall, overall, it was a worthwhile, you know, new chapter in the Willow lore. Uh, and, you know, spoiler alert, I was going in wondering very, very much if Mad Mardigan would make an appearance. And he does not, in okay. my experience. So I was kind of bummed out. Christian Slater does just inexplicably for one episode, which they were just like, hey. We're going to throw a curveball your way, bring this other guy from the early 90s that you love into the film just completely out of the blue and have him like, you could tell he's, he was on set for like two days. He was not in the, in much of the show, but that was kind of, that was a nice little uh, surprise. I've held off watching the rest of Tulsa King because I want to binge the last few episodes because we are now at the end of season one. So that's been fun. Have you been uh, rehabilitating with anything? What Do you have like a chicken soup show that you watch? I started a show called Kaleidoscope, um, a heist show with Giancarlo Esposito. And oh. the cool thing about it is there's uh, eight or ten episodes, but they're all named after different colors. And huh. every person that logs in probably gets a different viewing order. Oh. You don't have to watch them in chronological order. You can watch them in any order. The only rule, they say, is that you have to watch episode white last White has to be last. Yeah. Well, then this is on. Is this on Netflix or? This is on Netflix. So I've watched. It's on Netflix. Green. What episodes? Are, so like in so it's basically a heist. Twenty five years in the making. Oh wow! So every episode is a different period of time leading up to the heist. So I'm assuming white will be the heist. So like right. green, yellow, blue, violet, and I'm on orange. But you might log on and get orange yellow green violet you know whatever oh interesting that's kind of cool something different at least yeah it's really cool and then of course Giancarlo Esposito is always amazing yeah I love the rumor that there are you know some thought or people that are pushing or it's been you know a Marvel universe rumor that he might be considered for Professor X that'd be kind of cool that would be awesome yeah, that that would be that would be I would be excited to see that because it would just it would be a different it would be a very different take than Patrick Stewart or even James McAvoy. Yeah, uh, so that, like that that could be a lot of fun. I like Jeffrey Wright too. I think he would be another good option. I just what did I just watch? Oh, I finally saw the Batman on the plane. The uh, Robert Pattinson, oh, and yeah. he he. And he plays Jim Gordon in that. It was very good. It, yeah. it didn't feel like a Batman movie. No. It felt like an action movie, but it just it it was the, almost like they went too far with trying to make it, you know, realistic. Yeah. Like the the penguin is literally just a guy in a tux. Right. <laughs> in a club. Yeah, at a club, you know, and and the and the Riddler was was a very different take on it. I thought it was very interesting, but I read it much like a like one of my favorite uh, things that comics would do was the the what if comics or mm. like the else. The, uh, I think DC had this whole line called Elseworlds, where they like you know they were made up what if sort of worlds, but it was like what if the you know X Men were happening in 
or uh, the Justice League, Batman, Superman, they were all in like the 1930s instead of modern times and stuff like that. So it very most, much felt like a one-off elsewhere's, you know, what if type of story. And that was enjoyable, but he was great in that as well. And Thank you for reminding me. reminded me of like, um, like a modern day Dick Tracy almost. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a different, it was a very different vibe. And I think it was also because I was on a plane, but it yeah. felt like, I guess I've also read this, is that it's a very just visually dark movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to see a lot of the stuff. And then I hear I'm on a plane in this little six-inch screen with, you know, people walking by and bouncing around and lights getting turned on and off. And then every time I, like, look up, I can see, like, ten other screens and I get distracted. So I think I should rewatch it at home with the big, the big TV because it'll be a different experience. But it was a lot of fun. Well... This week we're going to do things a little bit different since I yes obviously cannot do a full B side. So we will be doing a very special version of the A side and taking uh, one of my favorite uh, segments, the that guy from that show or that gal from that show, uh, and but looking at it a little differently. And this is a tribute episode, and we are now in that you know classic end of the year you know, January time when everybody's doing their best of lists and their in remembrance lists and everybody's got their Spotify wrapped. And you're kind of just like looking back over the last 12 months. And when I was doing that, I realized that there are so many people that have passed away in the last year. One, I had one uh, list from uh, Entertainment Weekly, which will be uh, up on our website. Also, all of our sources, all my sources will be up there on our website as well. And again, Brooke, thank you so much for creating the website and doing all the work on that because I have now reached the point we've done so many episodes, I forget what we've done. Mm-hmm. And I, I start researching something and I'm like, wait a second, did I already do this? And then I go to the website go and read through the synopsis of all of our previous episodes. So if you've never done that, uh, check that out. Brooke put a lot of hard work in there and it saved me from doing the same thing twice a couple of times. But uh, So we're going to look back at some of the celebrities that we lost in t- 2022 that honestly I had not even heard of. Not These aren't going to be your big names. It's not going to be the Aaron Carters or the Barbara Walters or you know even Bob Saget. These are you know more folks that I completely missed the announcement that they had passed uh, or they're just not a big enough name that it was widely reported. So uh, we've got, this is a selected list, but as I said, there are much larger and comprehensive lists that'll be on our website. The entertainment weekly one, it does a really nice little write up on every single person. They had 233 of them, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of amazing. So you could, you could really lose some, some time in there, but here are a few that I picked out that uh, caught my eye, surprised me, or I specifically wanted to talk about, even though I think we've talked about one of them before already. But leading off, uh, a gentleman that passed away just a couple weeks ago, right before Christmas, uh, was responsible for one of my favorite 90s, like jazz, techno, pop, electronica groups and that was maxi jazz who was the dj and lead singer of the electronic dance group faithless uh he passed away uh, peacefully in his sleep right right around christmas uh of course faithless is a was a huge band in england but not as big here but they have a couple of just amazing pieces and one of which is called uh god is a dj 
and mm-hmm. it has this amazing opening because Maxi Jazz has this deep, just sultry, like powerful voice, and he's he's just kind of speaking to you almost. And it almost feels like you're in a, like a sermon because you know they're talking about how the club is his church and God is a DJ. It was yeah. it's a beautiful song. It is so good, and you can find it on all the Spotify, you know, Apple Music, any of those services. If you've never listened to it. Uh, give it some time. It is definitely that electronic dance thing, but it is a song that I put on often just when I need to change my mood or reset. Uh, and it's really, really beautiful, but also can kind of get you out of bed. So uh, remembering Maxi Jazz, lead singer of Faithless. Uh, sticking in England, uh, a gentleman who is a filmmaker whose name I did not even know before I read his biography, but I highlighted him because he created one of my favorite sort of prime action films that doesn't get as much notice. It was even remade with well, with Sylvester Stallone, I think about 10, uh, you know, 10, 12 years ago in the early 2000s, late, you know, aughts. Uh, and that is Mike, Mike Hodges, uh, who was, you know, he was involved with Flash Gordon, but the big movie that caught my eye was 1971's Get Carter which is a very violent action movie about, uh, you know, crime in England, but stars Michael Caine, who at this point, when I, in my entire life, I've only seen his older roles where, you know, he's Scrooge in The Muppet Christmas Carol, or he's, you know, the butler Alfred in the uh, Christian Bale Batman movies. Uh, He is a violent bad dude getting revenge uh, for something that's happened to a friend of his and it is so well done uh, it is available on a lot of the streaming services but it's an older movie so you know it's not as readily available as you might think uh, but Hodges actually was also involved in directing one of my favorite movies from the 90s uh, which the damn I always say correctly but it's Croupier C-R-O-U-P-I-E-R, which was, you know, sort of a crime gambling, you know, hard luck uh, sort of sort of thing, which was highly uh, reviewed. And I was nominated for some awards, if I remember. So it was it's kind of got a Bond vibe to it, but just a little bit more of the street level crime gambling sort of thing so mike hodges the director of get carter and croupier uh, another name that I, I had never known even though i know every word to a song that she has written uh the singer songwriter shirley eichard who penned the grammy winning 1991 hit something to talk about which whether you think you know the words to that song i guarantee you now they that song is running through your head and you know way more of them than you would ever suspect uh, it is a yeah it, it, it's a great karaoke song uh and if i've always said if I, I could have like one really amazing thing creation in my life would be like you know uh, like evan peters they've talked about uh how he's in the Dahmer show and now it he's winning all these awards but it's gonna be hard for anyone to see him not as that and he might typecast and my brain's like man if you do something that good and you win awards for it then you know, at least you put it out there Right, right. Not everybody gets to have, you know, that many magic moments. Uh, But Shirley Eggard had the Grammy Award-winning single, Something to Talk About, which was, of course, performed by Bonnie Raitt. Uh, She passed away in early December due to complications from cancer. She was only 67, which I am now at the point when I I am 42, 
67 feels real close. Yeah. So these these days are starting to, these numbers are starting to get a little scary. Uh, but she was introduced to the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2020, uh, and she wrote for musicians like Bonnie Raitt, Cher, and Marie, uh, and actually released 18 albums, and in fact just released one in 2021. Uh, so that is a lot of creation. Another individual that I grew up watching and loving, and he was one of my favorite sidekicks in several shows, who I did not even realize had passed away, was Clarence Gilliard Jr., who you would know from was Theo, the tech guy in the original Die Hard. He was Sundown Williams in the original Top Gun. But I knew him most as the sidekick to either Matlock or Walker Texas Ranger. In Matlock, he played Conrad McMasters, and he was sort of the investigator, uh, you know, because to be fair, Andy Griffith ain't going out there and like breaking into people's houses or interviewing people or chasing anybody. Uh, he stays in the courtroom. So Conrad McMasters had to do all the dirty work to get all the information so Matlock could put people away. Uh, and you know he only lost one case ever? No way. Yeah, Matlock only lost one case ever. And it's because he realized that his client was guilty while they were on the stand. And he... He like so he threw they, they, the case basically. He threw he threw the case for the for the uh, for the work to do the right thing, the eyes of justice. So I'm that sort of thing. I'm sure would get you disbarred at this point in reality, but that's a it's a pretty cool '90s you know bit of trivia. Uh, he mm -hmm. also played uh, Ranger Jimmy Trevette on Walker Texas Ranger. Uh, so again, doing all the the dirty work when uh, Chuck Norris is just waiting around to roundhouse kick somebody. Uh, and wear the hat. So Clarence Gilliard uh, passed away in just after Thanksgiving on November 28th. I bring this next gentleman up because he actually inspired my favorite cover band of all time. In the Twin Cities, there has been a rock outfit that covers Metallica songs, but dresses as the comedian Gallagher and breaks things on stage. And they are called McGallagher. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. I did not realize that Gallagher had passed away. He passed away uh, in uh, Palm Springs, California on November 11th. He was 76. Uh, at one point in his career, of course, Gallagher became known as, you know, the, the Wizard of Odd, the sort of over-the-top comedy. He would appear on, uh, I think his first appearance was on Johnny Carson in like the late 1970, like 1975, mid-70s. Mid uh, and he would constantly be touring. The man was doing up to a hundred dates a year. So one every like three and a half days for tons of years and destroyed over 15,000 melons using his uh, his sledgehammer of choice, the Sledge-O-Matic. Uh, and of course he is portrayed in a film that I still have not watched because I was very excited about it and everything happened and I, the life is, is marched on and I missed it. We're, Weird, the Al Yankovic story, which of course stars uh, Daniel Radcliffe as, as Weird Al and mm -hmm. is completely made up. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins evidently plays Gallagher in the film as well. So now there's even another reason that I should check that out. Yes. Uh, a couple more here. And like I said, there was over, you know, 200 plus on the Entertainment Weekly article, a lot more uh, on other articles. So we only picked a few to, to kind of highlight, but check out those links because there are Every single person on those lists uh, has a very interesting story. It was a crazy bad year for drummers. We lost like six high-profile drummers. I did not realize that. 
I like, I knew about Taylor Hawkins. I knew about the guy from Modest Mouse that just happened last week. Uh, but wow. Yeah. It was a lot. There were several other drummers on there. So rough here to be a drummer. Uh, however, on a completely different note, uh, another person who passed this year uh, was one of my favorite actors to have ever portrayed Batman, but he's also one of the most unique and that for the vast majority of his career, he was only the voice of Batman on shows like Batman the Animated Series, which went from 92 to 96. There were a bunch of other Batman movies. Uh, there were 24 video games that he played Batman in. And that is, of course, Kevin Conroy, who finally got to play Bruce Wayne as himself in a live action uh, moment during the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, which dealt with The Flash, and Arrow, and uh, Supergirl all... You know, in that story as well and he got to play bruce wayne in one of the versions of bruce wayne uh which was had to be pretty cool for him after all those years of just being the voice to yeah. truly embody it but for so many kids like for me batman returns was the ultimate batman movie but i wanted to see batman returns because i was watching batman the animated series uh when i you know when i was a kid and it was some of the best just you can sit down and watch that in Gargoyles as an adult and just have an enjoyable time. And they're compelling stories and it's well done. Uh, without that, I don't think we would have had the last, you know, 30 years of Batman success in the same way, because there are so many kids who, even if they weren't comic book fans, they saw the cartoon and it became uh, so ingrained in our society. So it would not have been possible likely without Kevin Conn. And then finally, and you'll have to you'll have to tell me, Brooke, if I have already mentioned this gentleman, because I feel like I have. I might have even done a whole episode, but he had to be included because he is one of my favorite that guy from that shows. And it's only because I've seen him in one single show and in one practically perfect scene from the show New Girl. And, and I've, I found the scene on YouTube. It'll be up on our website. It is about three minutes long, but it is a study in acting and how to give back to your co-star even sure when you, you don't have a do line. episode on him. i'm pretty sure i did uh of course we're talking about ralph on who is the character actor best known for portraying the largely silent but ever insightful tramp on new girl who passed away last february and i'm pretty sure if you go back on our website to one of those episodes in early march there's an entire episode dedicated to mr on's background and history and where he came from uh but it was one of those things where I kind of forgot that he had passed away because February of last year seems so long ago, mm -hmm. uh, even though it's only been 11 months. But uh, he passed away, February, like I said, February uh, 26th at 95, which is wow. easily the, the most uh, time on the board in this entire list. So uh, he, of course, was remembered by his co-star, Jack Johnson, who plays Nick Miller on New Girl. And it's just the two of them in that scene. And he, Jake Johnson was quoted as saying, he gave so much with literally no lines. And I want, I, I've showed my kids because it's, you know, one of them is very into theater. The other one is, you know, arts adjacent as well. And it's an amazing scene of being able to give something back, be completely in the scene and how important it is to be there and be present and how you have so many more tools than just your voice. Uh, which is ironic because that is the one tool that Brooke does not have because of, <laughs> uh, because of the sickness. Uh, but it's definitely worth, worth watching. 
takes three minutes, highly recommend it. Uh, so those were a few of the people that I wanted to highlight from 2022. Uh, there are so many more, like I said, on the list, but in the very list, very least, this gave you four, if not five action points. One, go listen to God is a DJ by Faithless. Uh, two, go see Get Carter starring Michael Caine and be shocked at the pure violence and how good he is at portraying it. Uh, you're already thinking about something to talk about in your head right now. It's going to be stuck with you probably for days. Uh, Clarence Gilliard gives you a lot of options. You could watch Top Gun. Uh, he was in Chips. I forgot to mention that. Uh, but of course, my favorite would probably be Conrad Masters and Matlock or Walker, Texas Rangers sidekick Jimmy Trevette. Gallagher, I think you'll probably find some of his stuff on YouTube, but it's just never going to be the same with you're not wearing plastic and melon is flying at your head. So it's very unique. Uh, hopefully, McGallagher will have a, a concert here to, you know, before too long and I can celebrate him. Watch Batman the Animated Series and uh, also check out the clip from New Girl with Tran and Nick Miller. All of those will be, well, all of our links will be available on our website. Uh, and if you've got more, if there's somebody on the list that you think I should have highlighted more so or that I might have missed, there was a lot of names and a lot of pictures. Uh, you know, just like somebody like Coolio. I totally forgot Coolio had passed away. And of course, we mm -hmm. talked about An Angela Lansbury, but there's just so many people. Uh, and I think I've gotten to the point now as, it, as, as I've gotten older where it's less where I'm, you know, it's sad when anyone passes away, but it's always amazing to see and read their stories and see all the, you know, the creative things that they put into the world and then kind of rediscover them again. So try to look at it that way instead of the sadness. But if there's somebody I missed, shoot me a message, uh, check out our, our, our website, asidebsidepodcast.square.site. Uh, there you can subscribe to us on all of your favorite listening devices. We've got merch on there as well. Uh, I just picked up some coffee cups uh, yeah, that are on the website. Uh, they arrived. Very interestingly, I bought four coffee cups. Uh, two have arrived that every one of them has come in a separate package. Really? Yeah. They're all like the individual, they're like very well packed. Like they're like good shape, but they all came in their little like, you know, boxes, you know, just, you know, mug sized boxes. I just kind of thought it was funny. So I like walk it out of the mail room with like two boxes. I'm like, there's more coming. But that, that was kind of cool. They've got the uh, merchandise on there. You check out, like I said, all of our links, all of our old episodes, so if you want to do a deep dive into uh, Ralph Ahn somewhere in March of last year, he got his whole uh, A-side to himself with his background. Uh, and of course, if you are jonesing for some murder, uh, all of the, the B-sides are on there as well. And you can swing back and get some murder because we'll be back with the murder next week. Right, Brooke? Yes, yes, we will. Because all, as, soon fingers as, crossed. Done, as soon as we're done, I'm taking a talking break for a couple of days. Good. You are you gonna, like vow of silence, like not gonna say anything? Yep, I'm taking a vow. Nice. Well, at least we can text because yes. I mean that, that's an, I wonder if I wonder if monks who have taken a vow of silence silence are allowed to text. I believe they are because they could write. Yeah, I guess I mean, it's just just and it's not like they're you know Amish. They do use electricity. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. But yeah, if anyone <laughs> anyone who's listening knows if. Monks who take a valve silence kit. Text, hit us up on the website or any of the social medias and let us know. And we will be back to full strength next week with a full A side B side. All right. Thanks, Adam. Thank you, brother.